Do you use Instagram to take selfies to boost your ego? Use Facebook to stalk profiles? Or use Snapchat just to get the attention of one special person? Well, guess what, my friend? Nobody cares what you post. My solution? You need to take a walk outside and listen to the Somali Nomad. And yes, you are very welcome. Yeah, this one goes out to those fantastic human beings that keep us down and hold us back. Give us fuel for what we do. Thanks. It's gonna get you in Somali Nomad. Uh, I'm your host Sammy and I have an awesome guest uh, we're here t- today. I'm actually in a shisha spot out of all places. <laughs> That's how I could only ca- this, catch this guy but uh, yeah definitely uh, it's gonna be definitely an interesting episode so uh, you want to introduce yourself? Yes hello everybody uh, my name is Steve Renda and uh, I'm happy to be on this podcast uh, and I'm happy to be interviewed by Sammy and I uh, Hope you guys look forward to it after it's done. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so, I know a little bit about you, uh, Steve, but uh, you want to tell everybody else like what you do for a living? Yeah, so um, I'm 32 years old. I work in software sales. Um, I've been doing that for the last eight years. Uh, before that, I was working in supply chain management. Um, but since then, I've been in software sales and uh, I'm enjoying the ride. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, since you kind of have that like, sense of history in working on software and, uh, and uh, even the other job you are just mentioning as well, um, you said it was a chain, uh, uh, supply chain, right, as well? Um, what's, uh, what's, what, are you single at the moment or are you seeing somebody? What's uh, your status like at the moment? So at the current moment, uh, I'm single. Um, I'm not in any exclusive relationship. Um, but I'm out there uh, playing my options, looking at what my options are, and just dating. And uh, if something serious comes along, it comes along. If not, I continue to uh, play the field. Okay. And uh, at the moment, like, why are you single? Uh, is that something that you basically prefer to be at the moment? Or is that kind of like you kind of got off of a long-term relationship? Uh, what's, what's the reason why you're single at the moment? So... I was in a serious relationship for about a year. Um, that just ended a few months ago. Um, it was about a year to be exact. Uh, as I said, that ended recently, a couple months ago. Um, so that's why I'm single at the moment. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, what was the relationship like? What, did, did it end bad? Uh, how long were you seeing uh, the, uh, the, the girl that you're speaking of? Like, what, what, can you give us a little bit more detail about it and what happened? Yeah, so basically we met uh, in the winter of 2020. Um, we started seeing each other for about a month uh, before, before it became exclusive. Um, to tell you the truth, the relationship was very... Uh, we had good chemistry. It was uh, cordial. Um, it, it, we, we had a great run. Um, the girl herself, she was great educated, cooperative, uh, feminine, submissive. Um, 
It ended because uh, she's more of a traditional girl who comes from a religious background, and uh, her family had her introduced to another man uh, that came over to their house with her family, and it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, it's time for you to get engaged and married. Um, so that's basically what it was. Um, I never pursued that angle of marriage with her, so you know her her uh, biological clock was ticking, and she went with she went with uh, what her family wanted. Now I I don't know how it is now. I don't know if there. I think she's engaged at the moment, from what I know. I haven't kept tabs on her, but uh, an old friend was telling me that she's engaged. Um, so I'm not shocked because uh, I understand female nature. Uh, women are hypergamous, right? They're always seeking the better option, whatever op the better option is in her eyes. Uh, so yeah, she just broke it down to me like, hey, listen, like my family's gonna introduce me to this guy. And basically, you know, our relationship hit the end of the road at that point. Oh, wow. That, uh, that kind of sucks to hear. Uh, you kind of hear a lot of those stories a lot, but uh, so what was like, you would say the, um, the turning point like what uh, did you see any like any signs any uh, red flags that kind of like trended towards that direction because uh, I know some people have said in the past that they kind of see like some white lies you know uh, they can see body language uh, they can see you know like uh, certain things certain aspects uh, when they're with the person that kind of like they see in the long run saying, hey, you know, maybe this girl or this guy is not attracted to me as much anymore. So what did you see? Like, what what, uh, what kind of red flags did you see in the long run? Uh, to tell you the truth, I did not see any, uh, I want to say, I did not see any noticeable behavioral changes in her. Um, you know, she, oftentimes when women want to break up with a man, you know, they bring out that masculine energy in themselves. Uh, but she stayed feminine. Um, she she did a good job of not making it obvious. I don't because the thing is, I don't know if this was planned well in advance that this guy was coming to meet her family or if it just happened all of a sudden. She says it happened all of a sudden. I don't know. But as far as any red flags, I did not see anything leading up to it. Um, so there really wasn't anything anything that I noticed. Nothing at all. Oh, wow. So this is literally just came out of the blue at this point. It came out of the blue. She uh, came to tell me one day she was crying. She said that she was pushing it back against her family, that she didn't want to go with it. But, you know, with all the influence of her family around and uh, the thing with Muslim girls or, you know, religious girls, cultural girls you know they did the, the influence of friends and family aunts uncles the mom dad it's very great on them so i was basically the outcast and uh as i said as women they're all about hypergamy it's the way mother nature made them and in other words what that means is they're always seeking the better option without giving a damn about your feelings so women are very cutthroat like that this was one of those cutthroat situations where she's like you know that's it um so, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, a lot of people in the audience are kind of wondering, especially with uh, the way you were kind of phrasing, a lot of the psychological aspects of, like, how uh, your ex was uh, towards the very end of the relationship. Like, 
I kind of know a little bit about your background, like, uh, but you want to do you want to tell the audience of how how much like the knowledge you've gained in regards to like women's psychology? Because you seem like you're kind of breaking it down like you're a psychologist. So people are kind of wondering, are you like a psychologist on the side, or did you study a lot of this aspect and like figure out like how what what uh, what uh, your ex was thinking at the time and like can you give more of a background on it? So the thing is, uh, I'm fairly experienced in the dating world. Um, I've also observed other people's relationships. I've observed female behavior, female nature. Now, this was my first exclusive relationship in a long time. Before her, I was just dating, you know, women. Uh, But the, the biggest mistake I made in this relationship, I would say, was I got comfortable um you know it was covid so i let my because as i say women are visual so i got i was out of shape i was out of my masculine frame sometimes i was getting too friendly with her sometimes acting a little too goofy that's how us us men are we like to joke around um so i was displaying some behaviors that i should not have because I was sometimes coming out of my masculine frame because I was so comfortable with her. But aside from that, it's the fact that, you know, her maternal instincts were kicking in, her biological clock, and I I never brought up that whole marriage thing. In fact, I did at the beginning, and I said it's not something I want to talk about. So f- from her point of view, it's like, okay, well, this guy doesn't want to take to the next level. Here's another guy that does. He has a good job. He's stable. But as for, like, my background and this stuff, I I have a strong understanding of female nature. And the reason why I was able to handle this breakup so well is because I understand that women are hypergamous. Mother Nature has, implant, has implanted hypergamy into women, which makes women cutthroat, meaning a woman does not fall in love with you. She falls in love with A the way you make her feel if she perceives you as an alpha male or B, the way you provide if she perceives you as a beta male. Okay, so that's the only thing women love about men. Women cannot fall in love with men because of hypergamy. They're always seeking the better option. So for me, it's just basically all my years of experience uh, with women observing. Um, I've done some research too about, you know, uh, male nature, female nature. Uh, Yeah, Okay. Uh, there would be some women listening on the podcast who would say, you know, you kind of sound pessimistic, you know, uh, you sound kind of like a Debbie Downer, especially after uh, hearing your story about ending with the, your ex. And uh, what would you say to those people or even the women, some, even some men uh, that kind of say in the end, you kind of sound a little bit bitter and you're kind of like throwing a lot of negative connotation towards women in general. Um, like has your perception of women changed uh, after... Uh, you ended the the, the, the relationship ended uh, with your ex. Uh, first of all, my perception of women has not changed because, as I said, I understood female nature to begin with. When you understand female nature, you don't get upset that she left you or she broke up with you. This is female nature. It's hypergamy. Now, uh, I wouldn't have this conversation with women because with women. They would, of course, they will say, "Oh, you're anti-woman, you're pessimistic, all this." But that's that's just their nature, right? Like women are emotional based, so they say one thing, but they feel another. They feel one thing, but they want something else. They they they're not logic based. So this conversation would be a conversation better suited for men. Some women would understand this, 
A lot of them won't, okay? Uh, those same women who would disagree with what I say are the same women who think they want a man to buy them flowers and chocolate like you see in the movies, but as soon as a man does that, they blow them off, okay? Because that's not how it works in the real world. So, uh, women, they're very emotional-based. It's like a roller coaster ride, right? So, I wouldn't have this conversation with women. Um, I mean, I, I, let's be honest, a few women would agree. A lot won't because, I don't know, they're just in denial or they're one of those... The feminist, you know, that feminism agenda, they're all about that, um, which I think is very toxic, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I've been uh, hearing about the feminism agenda from a few guys already. Um, but, uh, like, what is it about the feminism? Do you think, like, feminism agenda is, like, something a lot of these women that you're meeting in dates and relationships have this mentality that, like, uh, you feel like that's a cause of friction uh, with you in the long run? Uh, no, because I wouldn't date those kind of women. If I find, if I see those red flags, I just filter them out. The thing with feminism is it's it's pushed in the Western world, um, and it's basically trying to promote the fact that masculinity is toxic, which is which it isn't. Femininity, femi this whole feminism thing is about, um, you know, how can I put this? Um, so basically, my thing is this. Men have their traditional role. Women have their traditional role. It's been like this for hundreds of thousands of years. Women are the, the caretakers of the family, the child, the children. Men are the hunter-gatherers. They work. They pursue their purpose. Right? These rules have not changed. It's how the human species continues and evolves. But in the Western world, they promote this toxic feminism where it's like... It, it, it's as if they're promoting this feminism where they're portraying the traditional role of a female as bad and the traditional role of a male as bad they want it it's as if they they say oh, it's not equal it's not equal men and women are not equal you know there's nothing wrong with women working that's one of the things women should work get educated but when it comes down to it when we're talking about a family we both have roles to play and the feminism the feminist agenda is pushing women to, away from their traditional role. You want to work, get educated, make your money, please, by all means. That's how you both build a, an empire together. But when it comes time for kids, he has his purpose and his role. He's got to go work, grind, pursue his purpose, and she has to play her role of, you know, the children, taking care of the house. If the, if the man is working his ass off, bringing the bread home, he doesn't have time to change diapers three times a day, cook every day, clean every day. No. There's a traditional role for that, and that's the mother's tradition. But this feminist agenda promotes, it tells us that that's a bad thing, you know? I don't know what it is. It's this Western agenda of feminism. And the other thing is, in the Western world, the laws are 100% for the women. The divorce laws, uh, you know, custody of the children. You know, women are often described as the oppressed sex but they're not actually it's in the western world it's actually the men men are just the disposable sex women are the protected sex this is how it's always been and i learned this from a man named richard cooper uh he runs a youtube channel called entrepreneurs and cars he recently released a book called the unplugged alpha um and he just and he talks about this and he's very right so i think the fe the feminist agenda is what's destroying 
the traditional value of family in the Western world. Wow. Uh, that's uh, so uh, Richard Cooper, he's a very known uh, red pill um, um, speaker. Um, so is that like a lot of the content that you've been um, consuming uh, over the years that kind of like shaped your mentality in regards to uh, women and relationships and dating and even feminism in general? So uh, I keep up with Richard Cooper's content, Rolo Tomasi's content. He's got a book called The Rational Male and uh, AMS on YouTube. Um, they've basically validated what I've believed all these years. They haven't, it's not that I've, I, I do learn things from them, of course, but I've, they've validated what I've said, what I've believed, okay? Um, one of the things Rolo Tomasi talks about, he's the author of The uh, Rational Male, it's a book. He talks about this, this disease that men have. It's called the one-itis myth. Uh, one-itis. It's a myth where men think there's the one, the one for them out there. And it's shamelessly promoted by places like eHarmony.com and, you know, the, the, there's the one. There is no such thing as the one. Okay, men have this attachment to one-itis where when they get with a woman, they fall head over heels in love. They think she is the one for the rest of their lives, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but how is that possible if, let's say, for example, she passes away and now you've moved on? So she never was the one, right? Or if she breaks up with you. So this is a big problem men have is this ideology of one-itis. They think that there's the one out there for them, and it's promoted in the Western world. Yeah, all these movies, Hollywood movies, these romantic movies, there's no such thing. This is one of the big things I tell men. There's no such thing as the one. There's the good, the bad, but there's no one. Wow. There could be uh, some men and a lot of women who would uh, disagree with that sentiment and uh, would disagree and basically say, like, like, what proof do you have? Like, you know, there's a lot of people who have been married and believe that that's their soulmate. So what do you have to say to those people who say, hey, we actually do believe in soulmates and you're wrong in that aspect? Well, first of all, when people get married, of course they think, yeah, this is my soulmate. But what happens when they, they get divorced? Well, clearly that wasn't your soulmate. That wasn't the one, right? So there's no such thing as the one. This is just a blind, uh, it, it's, it's, it's blindness and it's lack of knowledge of the nature of both sexes, okay? Uh, men who believe this are blue pill, meaning they have absolutely no understanding of female nature. They're simps. Uh, and the women who believe this, well, like I said, women are hypergamous. So they may believe this, but it, it, their natural instincts and their behaviors tell you otherwise, right? Because when we look at divorces, the divorce rate in the Western world is well over 50%. And 80 to 90% of the time when relationships break, uh, when relationships end, divorces end, it's initiated by the woman, okay? So there is no such thing as the one. And to couples who have been around, you who have been together for their whole lives, first of all, these are couples from way back in the days, okay, when the traditional values of the family and the roles of a man and a woman are understood by both of those people and that's why it worked okay and this is that's the exception we're not we're not talking about the exceptions here we're talking about the majority the majority is ending divorce okay um, and it's almost all it's 90 80 to 90 percent of the time initiated by the woman because of hypergamy so you you keep speaking about like hypergamy and like uh, a lot of uh, marriage and in one night and stuff like that like there's gonna be some women uh, that would ask you, but like, 
and especially since you mentioned it with your previous relationship that you didn't want to get married like is is that something that you are thinking about in the short term that you're not looking to get married or you are like looking to get married in the long run but like you're just kind of focusing on other stuff in the meantime uh what was like what uh what path are you going at the moment well if the right woman comes along yes but if i do enter a marriage i am entering it knowing the risks knowing that hypergamy will always be part of a woman and that means that if she feels there's a better option for her she will take that opportunity so i don't know if i want to get married um right now i'm enjoying myself i'm playing the field um, i'm focusing on my purpose uh if the right woman comes along we'll see but i doubt it and because of hypergamy that's the main reason why I would not want to get married because I understand I understand female nature. Once you understand female nature, it's like it's like you know, you watch WWE your whole life, but once you understand that it's fake and you understand how it really works, it's not the same anymore. Right? Because you understand the nature of it. It's the same thing with with the red pill men, with red pill men. When we're red pill, we understand female nature so well. That it's like, do, do you want to get married? I don't know if I will, to be honest. Uh, it's very possible. Uh, there's obviously certain values I'll look for in a woman. Um, if if I was to go that route, the same the same values I would look for if I was to be in a, an exclusive relationship with a woman. Um, so yeah. Like we're here right now at a shisha spot. So the, the question I would have definitely asked you earlier on is like. How do you normally meet women? Would you meet women <laughs> smoking shisha right now? Or would you meet women, you know, like at a club or a bar? Um, especially during COVID, it's been kind of tough for a lot of guys and women to kind of like mingle. I know a lot of people have been going on uh, Tinder and Hinge and uh, Bumble and stuff like that online. Uh, like what do you normally do uh, pre-COVID or even during the COVID, like I'm meeting women? Like what's, uh, do you normally do you go on the online routes? On these matchmaking apps, do you go on social media with Instagram and Facebook, or, or do you still meet people um, like with hookups with friends or family or whatever? Like, how do you normally meet women? The key to meeting women is to not look for it. So, um, let's talk about online. You can use things like Tinder and whatnot, but the problem with Tinder is it's hard to keep a woman's attention because. Even, let's say, a woman who's a 4 out of 10, she will get hundreds of matches. I, I, an old high school friend of mine, this one girl, showed me her Tinder profile in my eyes. And like, and looks are subjective. So I might think a girl's a 5. Someone might think she's a 7. This girl, in my eyes, she was like a 4 out of 10. She showed me her Tinder profile. There was like, she must have had like 200 guys who matched with her. So the problem with Tinder is it's hard to keep a girl's attention. And it's all based on looks. So your pictures have to be proper. You have to be in shape, you know. I don't I don't go that route. I've done it before. It's not my thing. Another thing is Instagram. Instagram's a cool way to strike up conversations with girls. You know, if you can find common things between you guys in your profiles, you know, of traveling. You know, you just strike up a convo. A few of the dates I've been on have been from Instagram. And... Uh, Girls who are on Instagram, you know, their guards are typically down. But the key, but obviously, I, I love I love to meet women in person. But the key to meeting women in person is don't go out and look for it. When you're out, 
don't have the mindset of, yeah, I want to meet girls and don't play the numbers game, you know, approaching all these women and trying to get numbers. You just look thirsty. Yeah, if you see if you see here and there a girl you want to approach, go by all means. But for me, the, the key to meeting women is I just meet them by accident. I don't, I don't, it's not conscious in my mind that I'm going out to meet women. When I go out, I go out to enjoy myself. And if I meet a woman, if she's giving me choosing signals, you know, she's showing signs of interest, then I can approach her. But um, that's typically me. My mindset is I go out, I'm out and about on my day, and if I happen to meet a woman, I happen to meet it. But I don't, I don't go looking for it. When you look for it, it's, you, you display behaviors, behaviors of thirstiness. That's an interesting uh, concept. The one thing I want to uh, touch on was the Instagram thing. Like I, I've been very open about like saying. Um, that I'm not a fan of the Instagram route. Like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's something you can disagree with me on, but, like, I feel like, especially with a lot of women on Instagram, I feel like you're ceding power uh, if you're, like, going on their DMs and messaging them uh, on that. Because in the end, like, they can respond whatever you want. And I feel like in the end, like, you're, like, under, like, their their control in a sense. Like, what do you, how do you respond to that? Because you just mentioned, like, you, you have gone on dates on Instagram, so you've been successful. But, like, I feel like, in you know, most guys wouldn't be successful in, like, like you, it's kind of like shooting your shot in a sense that in the end like they're the ones that can pick up that shot that down down the road but like it's it's tough like like can you explain it in itself like how you do it and like I feel like I I wouldn't recommend that route but like would you, do you agree with my sentiment or do you disagree like I want to know your uh, your thoughts on that well clearly if it's worked for me I disagree but it's like those things it's it's one of those things where you shoot your shot you strike up a conversation with a girl she may respond she may not she may brush you off she may not show interest the thing is at the beginning like you were saying that you're giving power away but in the beginning men always do the pursuing right it's not women that pursues men it's women it's men that pursue women so in the beginning the power is in her hands because you're the one that does the pursuing right i all the dates uh, i've been on the relationship it's it's me who pursued right so the beginning yes the power is in her hands because you're doing the pursuing but once it reaches a level where she catches feelings for you and she's attached now she does the pursuing right she chases your validation um but with instagram it's very easy because it's just it's a it's an acceptable social platform where you can strike up conversations with women nobody's uh, worried about like oh you know if i'm it, it's the dms are there for a reason right so you know if i find a girl that i think is good looking and I don't, I, I don't always message girls on Instagram, but if I do, I'll try and find something about her profile that I find interesting, and I'll comment on it. Or if she posts a story, or I'll just strike up something like, hey, how are you, you know, are you from Ottawa type of thing. And it sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? Um, most of the time it's not going to work, but here and there it will work. It just depends on the girl. That's all it is, right? It's it's one of those things where you shoot your shot, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Just like just like in person, if you meet a girl, you talk to her in person, you shoot your shot. You don't know what's gonna come out of it until you try. Yeah, so that's an interesting concept. Uh, the how men pursue, because like the one thing I uh, definitely recommend a lot of guys not doing is chasing, and I think that that's what you're that's what you're kind of mentioning in the end. If you get the girl's attention, don't chase. 
like you let her do the chasing when it comes down to it. So I think I think you're trying to make that distinction between pursuing. Obviously, a man is looking to get a woman in the end. He has to be the one that does the pursuing. But there's a difference between pursuing a woman and chasing a woman, correct? Where you're, like you're trying to like get that validation every single time, and and if she's not giving you that attention. You're just trying to like go after her every single time to get that attention, and that's where you're trying to make that distinction between initially going after her. Um, securing the number, going on a date, and then once you know you feel like you've established like having her, then in the end, like now you don't have to uh, do all the pursuing every single time. It's kind of like it feels natural compared to uh, the girl kind of blowing you off, and uh, more or less you you're kind of like, oh, I need to get her attention, and and there's a lot of guys who message and actors every single day, calling nonstop, texting nonstop, and I think that's what you're trying to make the distinction of, right, between pursuing and uh, and uh, chasing, correct? Yeah, so the difference is chasing is, it, it's very, when you when a man chases a woman, he's double texting. He's calling too much. He wants to see her more than once a week. This is chasing. Pursuing is, you know, you talk to a girl, you take her out on a date, you, you know, exchange a few texts here and there. If she doesn't respond to your text, you do not double text a girl. You wait for her to text back. If she doesn't text back, well, then there you go. That's your answer. If you continue to try and essentially force it, that's chasing, right? So I don't, uh, you know, let's say if, if there's a girl that I'm talking to, um, let's say on Instagram, for example, I'll send her, I'll, I'll chat with her, but if she doesn't respond to my message, well, I leave it be. I don't, I don't message her back. I don't double message, triple message, right? Um, if she brushes me off from a date or to hang out, you know, you could try again in two weeks, strike up another conversation. But after that, I mean, like, you got to know, there's got to be boundaries, right? Like, how can I put this in a more simple term? Chasing is over-pursuing. It's acting thirsty. So double texting, double calling. You know, when a girl rejects you, you keep pursuing. That's chasing at that point, right? Like you, you gotta, you gotta look for the signs if, of no interest, right? If she's not answering you, don't keep messaging her. You know what I mean? Basically, that's it. Very simple. Yeah, that's a very good point to uh, definitely make, especially in this day and age where there's a lot of thirsty guys um, that, especially on the online uh, circuit, uh, with social media in general, and a lot of these batch picking apps in general. Uh, that just do, do, do a lot of the uh, the thirsty aspects of messaging girls, getting their DMs most of the time, and it does make it does leave a bad taste in a lot of guys' mouth, like in the end, because like women can generalize a lot of guys in the end, especially in social media, and thinking that hey, you know, these guys are extremely thirsty and like going after us, and like that's not the case for most guys, but it's it's good to learn the difference between pursuing and chasing in the end, and. Uh, it's like obviously it's not a it's not a red pill thing. It's kind of like a common sense thing at this point. <laughs> it's kind of like no different than looking for a job, right? Like in the end, if you get rejected by a job, you don't message that job again to reapply, correct? Like you just move on. Exactly. So you know you you chat up the girl. Let's say you get her number, you text her. If she doesn't respond, well, that's it. That's the end of it. You're not gonna anything after that is chasing, right? You Now you're looking thirsty. Now you're, you now you look weak. You look like a man without options. And even if you don't have any options, don't make that obvious, right? Um, the other thing I was going to say, what was I going to say? Um, 
yeah, just chasing is it's it's because the thing with men, we have eight to ten times the testosterone as women. We're horny. We want to fuck. Women know that, right? But you cannot. Like, for example, the last girl I was seeing, the one I was in the relationship with, at the beginning, you know, we went on a date, first date, we exchanged numbers, we were texting every day, a couple texts back and forth, okay? Now, if she was to not respond to me, I would not text her back until she responds. Uh, then we went on a second date two weeks later, and then, you know, as her interest was developing... She was initiating contact with me. And the key is I was not over-pursuing. I was very relaxed. It, it, it was just, you got to keep it playful. Be light. Don't be serious. The problem with men is they're too fucking serious in the beginning. They show signs that they want a relationship. They, they over-pursue. And these are just attraction killers for women. You got to take it easy and slow and not be thirsty. You just go with the flow. That's it, you know? Um... That's how I am. I never ask a girl for a relationship, you know. I just go with the flow. And at some point, if she likes you, she will bring up the, the subject. But you just got to go with the flow as a man. And you just got to know. You got to look for the signs of low interest. If she's not interested, that's it. You just move on, you know, right? That's uh, very, very, uh, very good advice. Um, the one thing I do want to ask is, uh, like, what do you do on, on the, like, have you done any soul searching, like, after, um, after your long-term relationship ended, like, uh, what did uh, you do uh, mostly that uh, that kind of got your mind off of things? And, like, what do you, what do, you do on the side? Because I know that you do a lot of extracurricular stuff, so do you want to tell the audience what do you do on the side? Uh, most of the time, that can give a lot of guys uh, a good mentality to have of, like, hey, you know, having your own life and having other hobbies to do and stuff like that to kind of make sure that women shouldn't be the central point of your life. Yeah, so the problem that men make is when they get in a... A relationship, they make the woman the center of their life, which is the biggest mistake and the biggest attraction killer uh, to a woman. Before I was with her, I was pursuing my purpose. I was working. I was going to the gym. I was hanging out with friends. I was studying. While I was singer, I was doing those same things. And after we ended, I was doing those same things as well. Nothing changed, right? So a woman has to be a complement to your life. She's not number one priority in your life, number two, number three, no. You have your friends, your hobbies, your purpose, that's your main thing, and then she comes, you know, third, whatever, however you want to describe it. She's a complement to your life. She's adding to your life, okay? She's not your life. So after we ended, nothing changed. I was still going to the gym. I was still pursuing my purpose. I still have my friends I was hanging out with. So... That's the thing men need to understand. A woman has to be a complement to your life. She cannot be your life, okay? The moment a woman uh, feels that you're making her your your life, okay? You're giving her too much attention uh, in the sense that you're hanging out with her too much, uh, her the clock will start ticking, okay? Women want men who are who have a life outside of them, okay? This is where they see the alphaness in you, the strength in you. So in my case, as I said, I was doing all the things I was doing before I met her, during when I met her, and after I met her. So in that aspect, my life didn't change. I, I was continuing as a man, pursuing my purpose, my hobbies, seeing my friends, and working. Okay, that's, that's very um, uh, really good advice. Um, and very, I would say very basic advice. Uh, 
uh, to put it, uh, especially for... It's basic advice, but men don't understand this. Men don't understand this. When they get with a woman, now they make the woman their life. They think this is how to keep her attracted. No, 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 no. It's not, the, it's not like in the movies where you, see, you, know, uh, you see a man buy all these flowers and chocolate and does all that. No, in the real world, it doesn't work like that. You have to be a man on your purpose. You have to chase excellence. Your purpose could be whatever, your goals, your passion. You know, in my case, it's my studies. You know, I'm trying to, because uh, I'm still studying, but I'm also, I have my career, right? So you have to, you, your purpose is the number one thing. As a man, you have to chase excellence, Okay. Uh, for a lot of men who are desperate for relationships they want a girlfriend to fill that void because they don't have their purpose in life they haven't found their purpose their true passion okay so it's basic advice but men don't understand this okay a woman is just a compliment to your life she's not she's not your life okay when I was when I see a girl whether exclusive relationship or dating I, no more than twice a week because I'm busy. I, I have a life. I have my hobbies. I'm pursuing my purpose. Uh, gym, okay? I don't see a girl more than twice a week. And uh, when you try and see a girl too often, yeah, her attraction is going to go down for you because she's going to say, okay, he's too available. That's another problem, the availability trap. Men show too much availabil uh, availability. They're like an open book. Uh, they think that's what the woman wants. No, Okay? Men have to be on their purpose. My recommendation to guys out there, when you're seeing a girl, not more than twice a week. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really good advice. I, I, that was actually going to be one of my uh, next questions in regards to uh, like, what advice you, would you give uh, men um, moving forward on, like, uh, on women in general and dating and relationships? Uh, um, like, what advice would you give them? Would that be basically, like, uh, not make yourself too available or staying in your purpose? Like, what, like, key advice would you say to tell men, be like, hey, you know, like, making sure in the end that they understand that uh, women always come in and, in, in, in and out of their lives and that it shouldn't be a priority, uh, especially for a lot of those thirsty guys <laughs> in general? Well, first of all, if you haven't found your purpose, a, a woman filling that void is not going to work because that's when the thirstiness, the neediness comes out because she's your life at that point, right? No. You find your purpose. When you have your purpose, you see the woman, but uh, no more than twice a week because you're a man chasing excellence. You have a life outside of her, and, and that is very attractive to a woman. And when you see her only once or twice a week, you know, let's say twice a week, well, now you also give her time to miss you, right? And you give, and now, and you ha you want her chasing, uh, fighting for your time. You want her chasing for your time. If if you're available, three, four days out of the week, and she knows that, she's gonna blow you off. She's, okay, an available man is not a man on his purpose. He's not an, he's not a successful man. Okay, he's a man who has no life. So. Women need to be a complement to your life. They need to be a bonus to your life. So my recommendation to men is if you're seeing a woman no more than twice a week, she there has to be she needs time to miss you. Okay, because women are very emotional creatures. They say they want one thing, but they, but they 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 think they want one thing, but it's really something else they want, right? They don't actually know what they want. So avoid the availability trap. Don't be available multiple times a week, no more than twice a week uh, with a woman. 
um, because again, you're a man chasing excellence. You don't have time as a as a as a man chasing his purpose in life and excellence. Uh, you're a busy man, so it, like it can't it can't be. I can't say it any simpler than that. Yeah, that's uh, that's very uh, critical points to make, especially for a lot of these guys. And and I feel like in the end, that's what the podcast is about, uh, especially for single uh, people. I feel like this should benefit more towards the guys and the girls, because uh, a lot of guys. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast. Uh, between that age group of 18 and 26, a lot of those guys are very inexperienced. They're very thirsty. Uh, they don't know what they want. Uh, and a lot of times they're just looking to like, get laid most of the time. And they don't understand, hey, you know, that's not the end all be all, especially when you're meeting women. Like, in the end, you need to have your own life, uh, your own set of hobbies. Um, and making sure in the end that, like, women should be the cherry on the top of, uh, and the cake should be your life, more or less. And, I, and uh, the same question, but, like, towards women, like, what advice would you give women? Uh, in regards to uh, treating men or, like, how to deal with men in relationships or casually dating? Like, what advice would you give uh, women the way you would give uh, to the guys? Like, what's the one thing you would kind of impart some uh, knowledge towards? Uh, For women, my advice would be... um, That's a good question. If, if, If the man... If the man you're seeing is a busy man, okay, if he's not able to give you multiple times a week of his time, that's a good thing. That's a man on his purpose. That's a man that you want. You don't want a man who's available all the time for you, okay? Because for one thing, female nature goes against that, meaning that your attraction for him will drop very soon. Um, And just understand that as us men, the burden of performance is on the man, not the woman. Men are all men have to chase excellence and purpose. So, as a woman, you need to be understanding. If your man is is a busy man and he's only giving you twice a week, that's perfect. Understand it's because he's chasing his goals, his passion, his purpose, and that's the kind of man you want to be with. You want to be with a man who's available every fucking day, okay? Because your relationship's not gonna work, okay? So, um, yeah, my other advice for women would be. Um, you know, just uh, be cordial, communication. That's advice for both, right? You guys both got to be on the same page. So, yeah, I don't have much advice for women, to be honest, because, again, women are emotional-based. Their their behaviors and feelings, so you never know what to expect. Uh, honest, I would say that women sometimes are receptive. To, uh, they definitely want to know what guys are thinking. Like, I've talked to a lot of women, and, uh, like, when I kind of impart on, on some knowledge I know of, they're, they kind of have an open mind. Because uh, remember, I think uh, this is something uh, uh, the comedian uh, Patrice O'Neill used to say. He's like, uh, you don't ask a, a fish uh, what, a, uh, what, a fi- what a shark eats, basically, right? Like, you can't ask a, a fish, like, like, a thought on what a shark would normally eat. So... Uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing. I kind of chopped off that uh, joke, but yeah, but go ahead. Listen, to the women out there, you have your life. He has his life. You have your friends, your f- passions, your goals, your work, whatever, and so does he. So you are both a complement to each other's life. He's not your life. You're not his life, okay? You both have your priorities in life, and you should both be a complement to each other's lives. That's it. It, it works both ways. Uh, very good. Very good. Uh, before uh, we wrap up, do you want to have uh, any last words uh, before uh, we wrap up with this episode? Any parting words towards uh, this entire episode? Uh, anything you want to say before we ended it off? Um, 
to the men out there who don't understand what I'm saying, uh, you might understand once you go through a breakup, uh, as we all do at some point. Uh, for some men, it takes multiple breakups, uh, heartbreaks, I mean. Um, to the men out there, just remember, a woman is a complement to your life. She is not your life. You have to continue chasing excellence and purpose. Whatever your purpose is, follow your purpose in life. Because uh, when you follow your purpose in life, you feel better about yourself. Uh, and the other thing with men, try and stay in shape. Women are visual too. Don't think, you know, a lot of these men, once they get into relationships, they become homebodies, they become fat, they get out of shape. Believe me, her sexual attraction for you will go down, okay? Yes, women fall in love with your personality, but they are just as visual. Okay, so to the men out there, when you're in a relationship, try and stay in shape. Do not fall in that trap of getting comfortable and getting fat. That, that's another thing men need to understand. That's perfect. Uh, and we'll definitely end, that, end uh, this episode off. Uh, thank you uh, so much, Steve. Uh, I appreciate it for you coming on the episode. I had to track you down on the shisha spot at all places, but uh, I'm glad to finally talk to you. Hey, man, I, I look forward to it again. Um, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm interested to... Uh, I'll be keeping up with the podcast. Uh, I want to... I definitely, please interview me again if you have more questions and to all the other guys out there who will be on the podcast. Um, I look forward to... Uh, to listening to your stories and uh, what you guys have to say. Perfect. Yeah, I would definitely love to bring you again, especially on a lot of the stuff you're talking about with the red pill stuff. So I would definitely love to bring you again. Uh, but we'll definitely end this episode on a, on a good note. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening on the Somali Nomad. Uh, my name is Sammy. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely be back to dropping another, uh, another bomb pretty soon. Thank you, guys. Take it easy and bye.